The most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. Alice Walker. Welcome to the Writer's Block. This space is for aspiring writers, indie and published authors who desire tips, tricks and tools to foster confidence in your ability to write. This space is also for voice actors, editors, and literary agents. All those people whom are writing adjacent. Let this space be a haven, a resource, and a reminder you can write all you see and see all you write. Grab your pens. We're about to circle the block. Hello again, dear ones, and welcome to week two of the INU series. My apologies for this particular show being up one week late. There are some things I had to take care of, but I am here for you now. So this week, our series, again, the INU series continu- continues with the word image. And when I want you to, when I, when you think of the word image, especially as it relates to representation, I want you to think of this question. What do you want to show? Now, we know image is just another word for something that you see or something that you want to construct or even a vantage point or narrative by which you want to portray something as. But the one thing I want you, the one thing I want to make crystal clear, the one thing I want to put a point on as it relates to representation is you must write what you want. You all have heard me say on this particular portion of Beyonce's internet that the book you want to write or you may want to write must be written by you. Again, that's a loose paraphrasing of the powerful quote by Toni Morrison. But it is no less true. If when you are a minority person and you don't see you in the world around you, and again, using the Walter Mosley quote of you as a minority person, in order to exist in the world, you have to exist in the fiction. If you don't exist in the fiction, then your people don't exist. What I need you to understand as it relates to image, image is powerful. Image is correlated and responds highly to memory. I want you to remember that the story that you want to write is well within your power to do. Let no one tell you what you cannot construct, what you can't show, and what you are and what you are incapable of showing. Now, as this podcast as this particular podcast show goes to air, I want you to consider image, especially as it relates to the runaway hit that is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. If you are not watching that, you need to. Now we know that Falcon and the Winter Soldier Winter Soldier picks up after Endgame, where our Cap, uh, Steve Rogers, passes, passes on the shield to Sam, who is, who is Falcon. And then again, I won't ruin the show for you if you have not watched it, but there are things that happen that convince Sam that he should not be Cap, that he should not be the new Captain America. So the one thing that is, one, one of the themes that you see in um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is this, is image, is what people want versus what is depicted. 
Now, I want you to, I want us to put a pin in that really quickly. Image as a minority person, again, is powerful. It is powerful because it, it gives you a window into the world around you. There was a um, educator who said that children need windows and doors. No, no, not windows and doors, windows and mirrors. They need books to let them see outside of themselves into the world. Those are windows and they need mirrors, books by which they can see themselves in them. You as a writer have that responsibility to give windows and mirrors or even doors in some cases, but doors we will, we will pick up with next week. The thing is, when you grant yourself the power, because it is in a sense a power, it, it is this reclaiming of your own, uh, of your own imagination and its own and its authority to create as you see fit. Image grants you the power to recreate the world as you want. Now, what do I mean by what do I mean by recreating the world? Again, it goes back to windows and mirrors. Which one do you want to create? Because it does matter. As writers, as I've always said, one of your jobs is to depict the world as it is and as it could be. One of the vehicles for doing that is is indeed fiction. And from that vantage point, let me offer this other bit of wisdom as well. You are going to have to be become comfortable with constructing the world as it is and again as you wish it would be the one thing that is often sometimes the toughest to do is structuring your work so that the world you're creating can be easily seen now what do i mean there's this old adage that says or would demand of writers that we show and not tell one of those examples is the moon with the moonlight came in through the window. I'm telling you what happened versus the light strewn on the light strewn on the bed from from the outside was the was the color of silver. That's sh- that's showing. So I'm I'm basically building the world by that vantage point. But the one thing I want I want to emphasize especially as it relates to representation is you have to become cognizant of what your characters do, how they're doing it, and why they're doing it that way. Now, of course, you don't want to choke out the life of the story before you get to the good parts. But the one thing I want you to be aware of is build the world that you want. You have to write the story that you want. And the other, the other question you're, you're going to have to answer as you build your world out is, what story do you want to tell? What image do you want to leave with the audience? Now, again, this crosses genre. This crosses uh, the genres of horror and romance and even uh, speculative fiction to a, to a certain extent. What story do you want to tell? Because you are going to have to build that out. You are the one who is going to be responsible for how those scenes are constructed, what the dialogue is, Image encompasses all of that. Image is one of those things when it, as it relates to representation that you are fully in charge of. When you, bring, when you come to a work, 
you have to bring your entire self with you. You have to bring those pieces that can only be shown that can only be shown on paper to your work. Now, what do I mean when I say bring all of yourself? You have to bring your identity as well when you write. One of my good girlfriends, who also is a writer, Katura uh, Kendrick, says that in order to in order for a work to be to be full, you have to bring yourself with it. You have to be able to bring what makes you you to that. And also Kintour said that you as a minority person don't write in that, you know, third present uh, God voice. And this is what she meant by that. She said that we can tell, again, when you as a minority writer are trying to, trying to write as someone who, or make characters kind of nebulous and she says that that's really you're really cheapening the work when you do that it is okay to give flesh and bone to your character it is okay to go ahead and say my character is black and this is what they're doing and again that showing and not telling that bringing up that bringing of self to your work is important and it goes directly toward how how your story is going to be constructed and how is going to and how it is going to be read. And I know that that feels very complex. I know that feels very confining. But let me help you. Let me help you this way. As you structure your work, the thing you want to keep in mind is what do you want to see? What do you want to see? And the other tail end of that is. What do you want your readers to know? What do you want your readers to wish they had more access to? What what window are you opening? What mirror are you showing? These things are integral to your work. They are powerful. They are needed and they are necessary. They are needed and necessary because, again, as a minority writer, there aren't sometimes, depending on genre, and using the classic Bell Hooks quote or portion of quote where she says that no woman has ever written enough, you have to understand that there are not enough doors, windows, and mirrors for minority people. They're just, they're just not enough. Too often, the tropes went out rather than writing these characters again with flesh and bone with needs and desires and feelings and and troubles and past you have to become comfortable with putting yourself in your work when need be unnecessary don't allow that nebulous feeling or that failsafe of writing as don't allow the failsafe of just writing in this third person, very, very uh, omniscient fashion to be how you construct your world. Don't allow that lens or that, uh, or as James Baldwin would say, that invisible white man on your shoulder to tell you what to write. That will challenge, that will challenge you to say that what the, your person, your persons of color, if you're writing about them in a, in a particular work, that they don't belong. I spoke about this in 
the uh, In This Place series last, I believe it was, I believe it was last year. The one thing that is apparent, especially as it relates to image, that you you are going to have to confront tropes as well. And some tropes work and some tropes are archaic and some tropes don't necessarily put um, BIPOC people in the best light. <clears throat> you must be aware of those also. And again, taking to, taking to heart the portions of information that um, I, re- I gave on this podcast from, from Keturah, that you are going to have to become comfortable <clears throat> in bringing yourself to a work. Get comfortable realizing that through your pen, through your work, you're giving either a door, a window, or a mirror. And again, we will talk about this concept of doors next next week. But the one thing that I must leave you with is the echoing question of what story do you want to tell? What world do you want to show? What do you want to depict? What do you want us to see? What do you want the reader to be excited to see? And if you can answer those questions, if you can bring yourself to your work, you will have nothing but personal success and prayerfully, hopefully, commercial success to come along with that. The time has come to leave you to your thoughts and words. The hope is that what was shared in this space was encouraging, empowering, and a catalyst to write. Special thanks to Valor Music LLC for all audio production and mixing. All business inquiries and advertising inquiries can be sent to circlethewritersblock at gmail.com. If you feel so inclined to support the work of this podcast to continue to fight erasure of black and minority writers, consider supporting through Cash App at dollar sign J-B-H-W-R-I-T-E-S, that's J-B-H Writes, or PayPal at S-G-L-L-C dot one zero three eight at yahoo.com. We will see you next time when we circle the blog.